now I see beauty also in that. And so I think wherever you are in the world, there's something beautiful wherever you are. You just have to see it. Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here. It is Greg with the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. Thank you for being here and spending a little bit of your day learning something new. We are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people that move through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you are as excited as I am to get to this week's episode. Here we go. Hey, all right, friends. It's a beautiful sunny day right around lunchtime. I've just been watching the blue sky come out, the clouds come in and the rain pour. The blue sky come out again. The clouds come in and the rain pour. And now I've got the aspens weaving at me, waving at me with their beautiful golden green mix of getting ready for the fall energy out here. The larches are, oh, they're just starting to turn a little bit. And there's a lot of leaves that are starting to drop. We are in mid-September now, I suppose you could call it. And I was on a fantastic adventure out riding with the ghosts a couple of days ago climbing some mountains, checking things out. And I ended up spooking a whole bunch of grouse. And I thought, well, I wonder what that is all about. Because I ended up hiking and trail running three mountains in three days. And it was freaking incredible. I uh, got a lot of elevation, hadn't been up that high for quite a while. It was really good for me and hardly saw any people. So that was probably... That was one of the highlights of things, just getting out totally disconnected, no cell service, out in the bush, grizzly country, uh, pretty cool time. But on each one, I spooked a bunch of grouse. I thought, well, that's kind of interesting that they're up at this elevation and that I saw them three consecutive days, three different mountains. What's up with that? So I thought we'd check in and see what the uh, energy and the medicine of grouse might be. Because it turns out when I read that after the first day, I read it after the second day. And I read it after the third day. It actually makes a lot of sense and ties into ties into a lot that's moving around and shifting and changing, especially here we are, mid-September. Interesting things are happening worldwide. We're moving into the fall. Uh, perhaps where you are, it's snowed already. Uh, perhaps where you are, it's moving into spring. A lot of different things going on everywhere. And yeah, it's frosted. It's uh, snowed a little bit on the mountains. And it's also been up to 80 degrees, 85 degrees, uh, nearly 30 degrees Celsius. So depending on where you are and what's happening, it might still feel like the hot of heat of summer. And it might also feel like starting to get a little bit cold. But it just depends where you are and what's going on. So we'll see. But I wish you were all having a wonderful day, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And uh, without any further ado, why don't we get to the grouse, which is number 34. Grouse of the sacred spiral, leading us on to reach the everlasting heights where we can live as one. Grouse, card 34, sacred spiral. Grouse once flocked in abundance throughout North America, but now... Even on the plains where these birds were so plentiful, there is an absence of them. Many plains Indian tribes dance the grouse dance to honor these birds. The movement of the dance follows a spiral, which is the ancient symbol of birth and rebirth, the ribbed tunnel of eternal return. 
The sacred spiral is also one of the oldest known symbols for personal power. When you think of grouse medicine, visualize a whirlpool or even a tornado for the sacred spiral will take you to the center. The spiral is a metaphor for personal vision and enlightenment. Many initiates on vision quests paint spirals on their bodies and believe that the great mystery will favor them with visions of power and purpose because of this symbol. The whirling dervishes of certain Sufi orders are masters of the spiral dance and can transcend the higher states of awareness through the repetition of this sacred movement. It is said that dervishes can travel to the center of the spiral and return with any magical power they choose. In the dervish state, one enters the great silence and has direct communication with the creator. By spinning clockwise or counterclockwise, the dervish draws or repulses specific energies. Sufi dancing is a system which connects one with the divine source through ritual treatment of motion. If you have grouse medicine in your cards, undertake a meditation on the various qualities of movement within your world. Begin by visualizing the sun as one member of a huge group of stars swirling in the massive pinwheel shape of the Milky Way. Then draw yourself out of this pinwheel of light into the spiraling of your own DNA's double helix, an arrangement similar to a rope ladder, coiled like a corkscrew. Analyze the way you move through your world. How do you picture yourself in the act of locomotion? What kind of reaction do you create with the energy you send into the universe? What words would you use to describe the way you move through both the material and spiritual worlds? And the final analysis, is your movement compatible with your greatest desires and goals? Many spiritual disciplines ask that you cease all external movement in order to recognize the inner life. Grouse medicine, however, is an invitation to the dance. Grouse celebrates the divine source through its sacred spiral dance and offers this dance to you as a gift. You can spend a lifetime learning Grouse's lesson on how to harmonize your dance with Mother Earth cycles and how to offer the dance as a creation of selfless beauty. So that's the Grouse. And it came up at a really interesting time because we are moving to the fall and the autumn, and that's one of the times where people actually really pay attention to the beauty around them. We see the leaves that are often taken for granted as just being green and there start to change and go yellow and go orange and go amber and go red and then fall off. It's a beautiful, colorful period. And I can remember being stuck in huge traffic jams from people that go out to see the Aspens in Western Colorado. They would drive into the mountains just for the day with the family to take a look at everything, to go and see the sights. And it's a great way to get outside and connect with nature. As we say here, there's a ton of wisdom out in the wilderness. There's a ton of ways that nature is helping support us. And one of the ways that we're really aware of right now, as we spiral around and around from new perspectives, is the change of the seasons and the beauty that it offers. We're moving into fall. That is a season where things start to start to go to rest for the winter. Maybe we're putting the garden to bed. Maybe we're getting in some of the best hiking and trail running of the year because it hasn't started snowing yet. Most of the snow that's melted is that is going to melt has melted, and there's some clear trails almost all the way to the top. That that maybe goes on for a month. That maybe changes today. Who knows? It depends where you are. Depends if you're in Arizona desert, and it's probably not going to happen. But there's a way that we can all connect with the beauty, and we can prepare as we move into winter in the northern hemisphere to take a little relaxation, to to start to to enjoy the warm things again and to, to want to be cozy. 
the grouse is also really cool because I think of one of the first times that I went to a potluck when I was living in Wyoming and somebody brought grouse that they had shot that day and uh, brought it to a potluck and I tasted it and actually got a little steel ball from my shotgun in my mouth. But it was really cool. And that was a fall thing. That was one of the start of the school year things around Labor Day. Everyone just sharing something that they had. And that grouse had given us the gift of its life so that we could enjoy it and be nourished. That's a dog, a white dog. So on that note, I hope you all can get outside and enjoy something today. I hope that the lesson of grouse sticks through and the sacred spirals connect with something in you, activate something in you, open up something in you, as we see year after year, season after season, cycle after cycle. We go through and go through, and things change, things stay the same. But there's always beauty around us that we can see and appreciate, and it's really cool that we're in one of the best times of the year where we can get outside, opt outside, opt out, and do that. All right, friends, we will catch you on the flip-flop. Going to go smell the sun for a while. All right, friends, thank you for joining me for another episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness. I appreciate you being here and spending part of your day with me, and I hope that there has been a good experience on your end listening to today's episode. If this episode resonated with you and you know somebody who might enjoy or appreciate, uh, be inspired or empowered by it, please feel free to pass it along and drop me a review on the podcast platform of your choice that you are listening to it on. As well, I now have an email address that you can feel free to send me messages, suggestions, thoughts, guest requests, questions, whatever it might be. That address is Wisdom of the Wilderness at protonmail.com. That's wisdom of the wilderness, all one word, at protonmail.com. Look forward to seeing some messages and want to say hello to everyone out there from all the different countries and cities and states and counties and provinces. Thank you. It's been really cool to see where people are listening from and think a little bit about all those different experiences people are having in their day-to-day life. All right. Have yourselves a good one, friends. We will talk to you the next time. The Wisdom of the Wilderness.